Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. Tron. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's Comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! <laughs> At which point they'll reply, hey, to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number, and you say, I want all the Trone comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes, by hold they mean they hold the comics mm-hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays in, that in, you've ordered. In other uh, places, it's called a pull or things right. like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's Comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, statues, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever Mexican kind of... Coke. <laughs> yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's Comics. Hey, it's Carrie and Tony. Hey. If, if you are familiar at all with Sir Terry Pratchett, you know he's a writer. <laughs> Very good, Carrie. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, this is all about his Discworld books. There's a convention for the... I didn't know that there were 38 of these books. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating. And it is the Discworld convention. Could you tell us about Discworld, Tony? Well, Discworld is a round, flat world balanced on the backs of four gigantic elephants. Which, in turn, stand on the back of a giant turtle, the great Atuin. I'd like to party with Terry Pratchett, because I think he's got some good stuff. I bet. <laughs> it's the, uh, it is the uh, Discworld convention, It is uh, and Terry Pratchett is the guest of honor. Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. You need to go to nadwcon.org. That stands for North American Discworld Convention. NADWCon.org. It benefits the Orangutan Foundation and the Alzheimer's Research Trust, which are two of Terry Pratchett's uh, big, big uh, charities that he likes to support. So uh, if you're a fan of the Discworld books, this is certainly up your alley. You should make it to Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Uh, there's going to be the, the costume contests and, uh, you know, all the things that you expect from a sci fi convention. All the great con stuff. And, uh, oh, Death is a regular character. Oh, yeah. I've got to I've got to read these then. The Discworld books, thirty-eight of them. Sir Terry Pratchett, guest of honor. Go to nadwcon.org. That's North American Discworld Convention.org. And remember, be nice to the cats. Program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. GeekShowPodcast.com, welcome to it. Uh, this is the uh, the uh, the pre-boarding. This is the uh, the broken news section. The brand new episode will follow this this brief uh, bit. Uh, the, the new episode called Have At The Motherfuckers, that's the name of the episode, uh, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, recorded at uh, Broovies, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the Captain Alzheimer's episode, so uh, that's... Uh, uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm looking at, at the highlights, and uh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not sure why I was doing a Peter Falk voice for Alzheimer's. I uh, I think this is the one where we upset all the Asians. I oh it, I it think you're be. right. It was just uh, you know, folks, please, you know we're 
You know, we we kid. Nothing is sacred. No, we kid. Uh, anyway, yeah. So we got a whole bunch of that stuff. Uh, coming up after these, uh, after this here uh, broken news, uh, um, Jeff Weiss has joined me. Everyone else seems to be out of town, so Jeff Weiss has joined me on this historic day. The, the angriest man in movie reviewing. You are indeed, and you should own that. <laughs> you should definitely own that. Make that your thing. I like it. Uh, here on this historic day, uh, we're recording this on uh, Monday, uh, the day we all found out that uh, Obama got bin Laden. Uh, something... I don't know. Dare we get political on this episode? Should we wait for the panel to all be around? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll just say this. America, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Gina this morning on the radio says, we ought to play that. And I said, "You uh, do you remember the song? And so I found it and played it for off the air. And uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Bleep, 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 and bleep, I'm like, bleep, 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 bleep. I'm like, you want me to go through this whole thing and bleep out all the stuff I have to bleep? I would be here for an hour, you know. It would sound like you were playing the Close Encounters theme. It would. It would, exactly. It'd sound like Morse code. Uh, But anyway, so uh, America, fuck yeah. Except unless you're Superman, then it's fuck you, America. No, I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, This was the big story. And and again, I'm going to present this to the entire panel uh, when when we get together again but uh, i know you have a take on it and and i do as well it's the uh, superman announces he's giving up his u.s citizenship uh bigshinyrobot.com uh brian i think it's brian Brian. yeah brian wrote for the huffington post actually it's it's a great little an op-ed piece yeah a great little piece about this subject and i think he encapsulates it really really well Mm mm-hmm uh, I know uh, Comic Book Alliance had had something on it too. A- absolutely, Brian knows about other things just besides Star Wars. Yeah, I got to give him a hand for that. He yeah. is he follows uh, follows comic books pretty closely. Yep. Uh, specifically, like Batman and Superman. I know those are his uh, specialties, mm-hmm. uh, and and of course the Star Wars. But uh, he wrote a beautiful piece on it, and you should go to his uh, website and take a look at it. Yeah, and and if you feel the need, Action Comics nine hundred. That's the one. Uh, you can go and pick that up. Uh, you know, on Wednesday when the comic books come in, or on Free Comic Book Day, which we will get to uh, toward the end of this uh, broken news. Uh, but it's a, it's real simple. If you read the whole issue, he's doing it not because he hates America. No. He's doing it as a favor to America. Yes. You see. And he's becoming a citizen of the world that he has yes. adopted as his own. And let's not forget... Clark Kent is still an American citizen. Absolutely. An, an illegal alien, nonetheless, with a forged birth certificate. Right. But an American, nonetheless. I, well, <laughs> and just remember this, folks. Yes. He's a fictional character. That's another thing to remember, Fox <laughs> News. Boy, Seriously. They went, they went nuts, Fox I'm News I'm sure did. they did. You know, I mean, they were upset with the, the Captain America thing a little while ago with the, the protesters. <sighs> you know, oh, you're calling the Tea Party or blah, 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 blah. And, but, of course, referencing Captain America again, let's not forget, Cap did this first. Yep. Nomad! Yep. Remember the captain? That whole thing. He said he had to, he, he wouldn't take orders from the government and became... A, a corrupt government, that's something right. Something else, exactly. So, let, once again, DC following Marvel. I'm just digging at you, you DC fans. <laughs> I just, you know, it's fun to do. As, as you're cleaning up bits of brain matter off your, <laughs> off your laptops. <laughs> You know we just like to provoke you. And oh, woe is you. We don't have a forum to go to to bitch anymore. 
Oh, dear. So, bitch on your own. Uh, anyway, so uh, Thor opens this weekend, and, and I don't know what kind of rules you're under anymore, uh, now that you're your own man, uh, film critic-wise, as far as embargoes go. There doesn't seem to be an embargo on the Thor reviews, though. No, uh, I They're know. all over the place. Uh, just this morning, when I looked at Rotten Tomatoes, it was still tracking at 95%. More reviews had come in, and they were positive. A- absolutely. Well, and let's be fair, it, a lot of those came in because it opened in Europe and, and mm-hmm. Australia. So, but, but some of the newer ones are, are American film critics, and they're giving it some pretty high marks. Mm-hmm. If not, well, not high marks, passing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. But uh, some of our uh, listeners... Yes. Not so kind. <laughs> really? Darth... Let's see. Darth Monopolis emailed me today and said, uh, Myself and the group of friends that went to the pre-screening for Thor came away agreeing that Thor was fair at best. Thor was actually a character that was not only overshadowed by Loki, but wasn't an interesting character at all. The movie had its numerous uh, humorous moments, but that was about it. Not to mention the 3D was not very good either. In fact, I heard multiple people walk out saying the 3D was just okay. What does the panel have to say about Thor? We'll get the entire panel's uh, Absolutely. weight on an upcoming episode, but... And, and, and Lee actually got to, got to go to the screening Saturday oh, as well. He took the entire fams. Good, good, good. And they all say that Darth... Uh, Monopolis is full of shit. That's what I'm thinking, because and then that's what I'm reading. Yeah, uh, from a lot of the uh, critics. Um, let's, let's say, I, was, I, th- I think he had his grumpy pants on. <laughs> it sounds like it was, as he alleges, Thor overshadowed by Loki. It yes, does, yes, but 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 uh, wasn't Darth Vader more interesting than Luke Skywalker? I've evil, always, evil is always more interesting yeah, than have. good. That's why they're evil. Um, so uh, I'm guessing that means that uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki is good. Is really good. You want to see more of him. And, and, you, at, at, and you will. <laughs> absolutely. Is that a bad thing? Uh, as far as Thor being uninteresting, I would beg to differ. He, really? He gets a lot of funny lines and funny things to do in the movie. He's the bratty version we saw recently in Thor the Mighty Avenger miniseries. Oh, okay. He's the spoiled brat who is now on Earth and, and learning that He's still got some growing up to do. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the movie, uh, as you told me, he is he is suddenly the hero. Yes. And is ready to join the Avengers, right? Absolutely. Ready to go in there and, and you know, yep. fight alongside Cap and Iron Man. Absolutely. The one Sorry. place where I will agree with Darth Monopolis is this. I, and I'm not a big 3D fan to begin I know, with. Yeah. I was going to say. And, and it's converted 3D, although it's not overused. And to, to those people, I would say... You can take your glasses off because there are a lot of sequences that aren't actually in 3D. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Or, Only certain sequences. Yes. Are? Or it, if if it is, it's a character that's in the background, and you might see a fuzzy character. But okay. Well, re- really, do I really need to see Natalie Portman in 3D? Well. <laughs> well, okay. I'm saying, do I need to see Natalie Portman in 3D? I didn't say, do I need to see Sif in 3D? And yes, I do. You do need to see Sif in 3D. She is your new uh, crush, yeah, I understand. Yeah, Jamie Alex. Oh, God, she's hot. Uh, anyway, so uh, there you go, Darth Monopolis. We uh, we have addressed your uh, your concerns, but you are giving Thor, what, three stars? Three and a half, actually. Three and a half, four. really? Yes. I think it's, as I wrote in my exit comment to the screening reps, it is a good start. A good start. Yes. And and for those who don't know or aren't familiar with Marvel movies, stick around after the credits. There's oh, a payoff yeah. scene after. Yeah, I heard about this. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend uh, Dan Metcalf at uh, Channel 4, mm-hmm. uh, he, said that it was a, he said it wasn't great, but that it was a good piece of the puzzle, like, mm-hmm. like the Hulk, but better. 
Yeah, it's it's better than Hulk. But you know what? I rewatched uh, the Incredible Hulk again last night. Smashy, it, smashy. It was on FX. They did Superhero Sunday, uh-huh. and uh, I even watched Ghost Rider again. <laughs> so you can watch him flip the finger at the cops again. Oh, uh, well, it was on FX. I I didn't. Uh, I think I was out getting my charcoal ready at that point. I was reco- I was recovering from a trip to L.A. Anyway, uh, this is the broken news segment of Geek Show Podcast, the actual episode coming up here in just a few moments. All right, let's uh, get to a couple of other things. Um, uh, this I heard you uh, uh, talking about uh, with uh, Jeremiah at Dr. Bolt's. Another $9 million being spent on Green Lantern mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for special effects yep. to improve the CG special effects. I found this in Variety. And uh, you, you had a theory on it that you were going to tease somebody with it? Or? Oh, I, well, I've been teasing lots of people. I teased Brian on the Big Movie Mouth Off podcast. Brian, I, I hope you know. That, <laughs> and everyone, I just want you to know that sometimes I'm not fully committed to the things I say on things. I just like good radio. Yeah. I see, like Darth Monopolis. I see you all as a big red button, and I like to push you to see if you'll explode. It's exactly. fun. And especially with Brian. I, especially with Brian, and especially with DC and, and Green Lantern fans. But, but, okay, adding money to an effects budget, at this cl- this close to the game, it's June seventeenth. Is ab- when it ab- premieres. Absolutely, and you know, I I wish this were not the way it is. It's never a good sign. Mm-hmm. A, never a good sign. I think seven million dollars was added to the effects budget of Roland Emmerich's Godzilla. Ah, this with, is uh, with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, and and this is one of the touching points I'm using. Usually, when that happens, it's because. Studio executives are not happy with what they're seeing. That's what I would think. I mean, throwing another nine mil, and this movie was already expensive at, at, at two hundred million. Thro- throwing more money at a film. I wonder if I wonder if they that truly means that the effects were a little weak, or if they're uh, worried about the story. I wonder that 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 could be too. Well, and mm. again, this is another thing that's going to be shown in three D, and and this might be actually the result of people saying that the, the 3D effects in Thor look too dark. Mm, really? Yes. Okay. I, and so maybe they're brightening the 3D effects. Who, who knows? But uh, the industry shows us that throwing money at the effects budget is usually, if not always, a bad a thing. A bad sign. Uh, I found a couple of theories out there on the web. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers realizing the CG effects could be better and that they have uh, a bit of time left, decided just to mm-hmm. do it to make it better. Mm-hmm. Or as we're speculating, severe problems, the, and and there might be, and 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 I will be the first to admit that the uh, the con footage looked better than the initially underwhelming trailer, but the new TV spots and things showing us parallax as an evil yellow cloud. <sighs> Fantastic Four, anyone? Yeah, Galactus. Yeah, I. Right. So Jeff smells. Trouble in Coast City. Yes, but but <laughs> I, but I also say that about X X Men First Class too. You do, so yeah. so it's not just be me being Marvel biased. I yeah. No, I I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, let's see. I got a, a little bit of game news here. Um, Call of Duty. Uh, let's see. One of the levels, Call of the Dead, what? of the new Escalation expansion to Call of Duty Black Ops. Um. Adds zombies and celebrities. I don't know if you heard about this. No, but I'm suddenly intrigued. Um, 
but uh, Machete, Machete, he don't, Buff, he, Buff, don't, he don't text Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Freddy Krueger, and uh, Walking Dead's Merle Dixon. I know. I'm just reading this, and I, I I I have Call of Duty Black Ops that a guy loaned me in there, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, wow. Okay, so you got to download the uh, Escalation Expansion Pack, right, to get these. I'm, uh, okay, I'm just gonna say this. But right. you're killing zombies. Uh, <laughs> I had no in. This is shameful of me. I had no interest in this game until you told me that. Exactly. Because, you know, you know me, it's got to have spaceships or zombies, and uh, I'm not interested, you know. Although, uh, the the, uh, Red Dead Redemption had me, even before the zombies. Oh, yeah, it's western-y. How can it not? It's like that uh, noir game that's coming out. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Anyway, so they, and they also use the the line from Return of the Living Dead, do you want a party in it? Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, you, I guess you can... I, I'm not sure play as. Somebody needs to let us know what, what this is all about. Uh, this sounds great. I just found it on the web just a second ago and, and thought I had to throw it in there. I have not thoroughly researched that. But I'm, I'm going to make Jimmy play it. Yes. Jimmy should. Or, or Lupo, this is your call. Yes. Jeremiah Lupo. Oh, Jeremiah, yes. I need a review from you. Okay. And uh, let's see. I also got a quick little thing here. I remember this uh, comic book, uh, R.I.P.D., Yes. That we've been talking about. We were sad to hear that Zach Galifianakis pulled out. Sad news. Uh, but, uh, you know, good news. Jeff Bridges uh, in uh, final negotiations to uh, star opposite Ryan Reynolds. And uh, this was the, the part that Zach Galifianakis had. And it's uh, uh, he would play a wisecracking officer who's been hunting spirits since the 1800s. And he's kind of a cowboy. So imagine Rooster Cogburn. Fighting oh. ghosts and demons and stuff. It's a fun little or, comic book. Or, or, hey, man, <laughs> that demon really tied the room together. <laughs> so there's that. All right, I uh, got a couple of things to uh, watch on TV. I'm interviewing Billy West, and I'll uh, throw this on an upcoming podcast. Uh, the Looney Tunes show is on Tuesday night. Now, we talked about this earlier, but it's happening now. Woo. It's uh, Bugs and Daffy and the rest of the Looney Tunes guys sharing a house together. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like the real world. Yes, the, exactly. The, the Looney world. <laughs> it's all those characters living in a cul-de-sac and, you know, yes, yeah, shopping what, at the same what, store. What, ha- what happens when a bunch of Warner Brothers characters decide to live together and get loony? Exactly. It says their larger-than-life personalities and egos offer an irreverent comical take on our modern world and introduce a whole new realm of possibilities. Now Bugs and Daffy can wreak as much havoc at the grocery store or the DMV as they once did in the forest. Now, I read uh, uh, some hater out there, who, and I haven't seen it. I'm honest. I'll, I'll be right. honest. I haven't seen it as of this recording. Some hater out there, oh, sounds like Bugs Bunny's jumped the shark. Well, let's give it a chance. Yeah, it, it, and it, uh, as with everything, it depends on the writing. Exactly. And I know Billy West can pull off these voices, so there's that. I'm kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. All right. Uh, did you have uh, anything uh, that good? Eh, no, no, oh, okay. j- just just the stuff that's coming up. Though. All right. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, remind you our, uh, uh, some of our sponsors. Hey, want to welcome Screen uh, SecretCompassCollectibles.com back. Yay! They're, uh, they're staying with us for a little bit longer, so uh, go and see them. The uh, Chalice of Kali. Let me just say, drink vodka out of that. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> secretcompasscollectibles.com. Also want to thank uh, Newmont University. Go to newmont.edu, uh, nadwcon.org for the uh, uh, Sir Terry Pratchett, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, July uh, convention. Uh, PC laptops, Dan can fix any brand of PC. Lifetime desktop, parts and labor warranty, PCLaptops.com. And Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, we're going to take a moment and talk about Free Comic Book Day, which mm-hmm. is a, uh, a lot of people don't know how this works. It is a national promotion. It's yes. comic book stores across the nation are doing it. But the only one you need to worry about is Dr. Volt's. Yes. Uh, go to drvolts.com, and he has all the information there. But uh, it is Saturday. May 7th. It's always the first Saturday in May, mm-hmm. every year, and uh, it's exactly what the name implies, Yes, free Al- comic books. Although by free comics, it doesn't mean that you can walk in the store and grab something off the shelf, Yay! and it's yours. <laughs> no, there are special comics designed by the various comics companies that are free. Uh, there's a new Amazing Spider-Man issue that's coming out from mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah, now remember, they make these specifically for Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like drugs, they're designed to get you hooked. Absolutely. And the first one's free. It, I mean, even more than the point one issues Marvel is doing. Mm-hmm. These are your introductory guides. Mm-hmm. And the best part, I think, about Free Comic Book Day is they make a lot of them for kids. Absolutely. And it gets them hooked. And uh, they, well, they start reading. Uh, but they, they join us in our addiction as well. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Volts, by the way, will be opening on Saturday at 10 a.m. Oh, good, good. Uh, yes. Let's see. So there's there's uh, there's that going on with the free comic books. Uh, our friend Kat uh, Martin will be there selling her uh, paintings, as I have one adorned here in, in the studio. Uh, there is a uh, raffle to uh, win prizes, and the uh, the money raised will go to Jake Black. Yes. Uh, who's a, a local artist. He's written, uh, he, he wrote an excellent episode of Brave and the Bold on uh, Batman. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done stuff for Smallville. Uh, Supergirl, he's written, he's, he's, he's done a lot of stuff, but he's got a lot of bills because of his Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yep. So uh, they're, they're trying to help him out there. And the Thor Hammer Contest. <laughs> Dr. Volts and 7-Eleven and Paramount, they got together to do this contest where you build your own Mjolnir. Mjolnir. And they want you to make it out of stuff that you have lying around the house. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I had some people actually come up to me in, at Bruvies and tell me about the ones that they're making. Oh, cool. People are knocking themselves out over this. Um, go abstract or, or go for accuracy. It's entirely up to you. But the, uh, the entries must be at the store by 7 p.m. on Friday night, May 6th. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we'll be judged. Uh, they also have another special guest who is appearing on Saturday. That's WWE... Developmental talent from the Tough Enough program, Martin Casas. He is a local. Yeah, and, he, uh, so he's, par- he's part of UCW, and actually, he's oh really? He's quite the talent. He's badass then. Yeah. All right. E- even though the trainer's telling me he looks like Donny Osmond, <laughs> he's good looking and tough. That's a he's, dangerous combination. Yeah, uh, and he's a funny guy. He's a friend of mine and Jeremiah's. So go go say hi to him. I think he's do- uh, appearing at one to four. All right, so uh, Free Comic Book Day at Dr. Volt's. And if you just go to freecomicbookday.com, if you're listening to this uh, outside of Salt Lake, it'll find a location near you that is uh, doing it. Absolutely, and you can actually find the list of comics that are being released on Free Comic Book Day. There are a lot of good things. Mm. One of the ones I'm most excited about is Thor mm. slash Captain America, <gasps> the Mighty Fighting Avengers. Okay, I'm it, there. It's done by the people that did the Thor the Mighty Avenger book. I will uh, I will be out of town, unfortunately, but I will, uh, I'll be in Anaheim covering the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, <laughs> and I'll have some audio for you of that. 
I think I'm going to, because it's a red carpet thing, I get to ask like one question. I think I'm going to go with, Mr. Depp, I'm from the radio. Would you like to request a song? I want to see what they say. (laughs) I I look forward to that. Uh, By the way, if I can put a pitch in for something that some of the Geek Show and Big Shiny Robot people are uh, involved with. Big Shiny Geek Show pub quiz this week on Wednesday at Lucky 13. Uh, not only did I write the sports questions, but Jimmy and I have passes <laughs> to give away for a screening of Bridesmaids. Oh, that's uh, the... Uh, Kristen the chi- Wiig movie. The chick version of The Hangover. Yes. Which I, I hear is damn funny. It's really funny. Okay. So it would behoove you to show up on Wednesday at cool. Pub Quiz. And for those of you listening in the background, yes, it is to Do Run Run by The Crystals. I don't know how it got on there. <laughs> I don't know how it got on there. That's what happens when you play the Pandora game. All right, let's uh, let's get this going. The brand new episode is called Have At The Motherfuckers. And uh, there you go. Please to enjoy. Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice, accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. Hey, welcome to the uh, basement here at the uh, GeekShowPodcast.com headquarters, my house. Uh, Listen, uh, sitting here uh, doing some work in my home studio on my PC laptop. Yes, Dan the Laptop Man has helped me out with this. This podcast is recorded on a PC laptop, and I'm able to work at home now because of Dan the Laptop Man. Go see him. Take in your whatever you have. And uh, they won't laugh, I promise, <laughs> but they will scan it for viruses and spyware and give you a free systems evaluation. Dan and uh, his guys, they're Microsoft Gold certified partners, been around for 15 years. Oh, and he's hiring, by the way, if you think you know your uh, stuff. Uh, go to PCLaptops.com and you can see all that. Also, take a look at the Decimator desktop, the most powerful and, uh, might I say, dangerous uh, desktop ever made. I think it's the most powerful that Dan has made. He says, uh, lifetime service and parts warranty on uh, desktops. Nobody does that. So go and see Dan the Laptop Man. When you walk in, don't be afraid. Everybody shouts, ho! And that at that point, I want you to look them right in the eye and say, Geek Show says hey! They may look back at you with a quizzical look, but just ignore that. 
Something absolutely unique for either you or a friend. Look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Arnold's 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 Arnold's. Oh, of course. The rocket landed in the pie face man moon's eye. What's three? What's three? What's three? What's three? I have an update. I'm old. I can't remember anything. I got an erection. (laughs) If I'm going to see a movie, I'm going to need my lap blanket. Lee said he has a pretty good tolerance for porn. The following series has been canceled in progress. Geekshowpodcast.com and we're back. <laughs> Yay! The world's uh, newest superhero, Captain Alzheimer's, has joined us here. <laughs> Yay for me! My brain Thor. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's introduce our uh, sponsors before they regret what they've done. Um, PCLaptops.com, where they have the new uh, what are they called? Decimators. The Decimator 2012. That just sounds dangerous. I'm concerned. Antimatter. He's, he's, he's going to have a recognizer soon, too. It'll be patrolling the streets. Yeah, the, uh, the PC laptop's decimator. If you're a gamer, this is a perfect uh, thing for you. Or, everyone's watching television now on their computers and streaming and stuff, so you need the decimator. PCLaptops.com. Go see Dan Young and look for Too Tall Tony at a store near you. Tell him Geek Show says hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. This Saturday is free comic book day. Free Yay. comic books will they're, be available. They're, they're opening early... Uh, and I've been told that the free comics will be given away in an orderly fashion. It's there will be what? people enforcing. Actually, oh, really? Since okay. Jeff, I want to go and actually be there early this time. Okay. How What's early it, what, is early? Yeah. What time? Uh, I think they're opening at ten. Let's oh. do it, Jeff. Come wow. get me. Yeah. All right. So uh, there we'll go out and have a vegan l- br- brunch. That's uh, that's <laughs> you. <laughs> That's uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Also, uh, go on their website. Uh, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com and uh, take a look at their contest about building your own version of Thor's hammer using everyday objects from around the house. It's a contest. So. <laughs> I'm going to so do that. So uh, I'll make mine out of a toilet paper tube and a cube of tofu. I'm going to build mine out of <laughs> tofu. I'm going to build mine cube. out of a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Have at thee, motherfucker! <laughs> why, why is the, Tell me I'm not worthy. Tell right, me I'm not worthy. Rifle barrel with a pillow on the end. Makes it look more authentic, and it silences conveniently. You guys see my hammer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Newmont University. Go to newmont.edu and uh, stick your head in the computer and uh, make a living. Uh, doing okay. It. You know, they're, no, they're going to teach you how to do the computer. You okay. know, how to okay. make the computer and how to make a career. Children, don't actually stick your head in a computer. <laughs> oh, I, I, actually, I think you should. There, there are many pointy pieces. <laughs> also uh, brought to us by the North American Discworld Convention. Uh, I, I, I want to go to that, you know. Sir Terry Pratchett, we need to get, get you in touch with uh, the guys. Uh, Speaking at, uh, of Captain I'm reliably Alzheimer's. informed it has nothing to do with Frisbees. That's right. NADWCon.org. Go and uh, see their uh, website. Gives me an excuse to go to Wisconsin. Indeed. Uh, also, uh, As if you need one. Yeah. And uh, geekshowpodcast.com, uh, Twitter, Facebook, us, all that stuff. All right. Yeah. Our panel. Love us. The let's, lovely people. Let's uh, start over here. Cable TV sensation now in HD. Woo! Oh, now. no, really? And actually, they look pretty good. In HD, unlike you know, like say David Letterman or uh, Larry King, <laughs> Larry King, 
They make it in HD just fine. I, I've, been, I've been using an exfoliant. <laughs> we scrub them down before we shoot. You have them looking shiny. It's uh, the big movie mouth off uh, boys. Jeff and uh, Jimmy are here. Yay! Jeff Weiss, the film critic to the world uh, at MSN on uh, Parallel Universe. Yay! I pitched also, a show to Comcast. They won't let me. Yeah. HD, the, the big no, the big booby, the big booby mouth. I don't want it. That's for the special channel. It's coming. <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, uh, Jimmy Martin, who you can uh, read his reviews at slugmag.com. Yeah, you can hear him Friday mornings on uh, the local uh, hip hop station U ninety two U ninety two, just down the hall from me. That's right. And you can see him singing his balls hip-hop? off every every Saturday night at Cruisers. That's right. <laughs> My balls are you, literally are you, just drop. You, are you a hip hop guy? I like, I like all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Not country. Holland. As yeah. long as it sounds like, like any country at all. Mm, uh, it's very few. Nothing new. Well, then you're dead, you're dead inside. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is that a lot of people can say, I don't like any of one kind of music. But then if you start listing well, a few of it, you can yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's I like do, rockabilly yeah. and stuff. Oh, you know, Johnny like Cash. That. Exactly. Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but, you know. Elvis Presley. Yeah, okay. I it, I like older country, but yeah, I can't listen to the shit that's on the country stations now. Well, that's not country music, sir. That's pop country. Look at my shirt. I know. Right. David Allen Coe. He, enjo- he enjoys oh, the co- the cross between country and rap. I enjoy the what? He stopped himself in a weird place. Country and rap. <laughs> it's called <laughs> crap. No, he stopped himself halfway. Yeah. He enjoys the... <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Captain, uh, Captain Alzheimer's, uh, <laughs> whose uh, secret identity is uh, he Scott He doesn't Pierce. remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yay for me. Scott Pierce, TV critic for the Salt Lake Tribune. Yay for the Salt Lake Tribune. <laughs> SLTrib.com. You can and read Yeah, and you can, like, I had, like, this blog, and I have this Twitter now. <laughs> It's at you, you have a Twitter for I have real? A Twitter, yes, I have like uh, eleven or twelve followers. Uh, wow. Oh, wait, hold on, on Twitter him. I might actually get on Twitter. Now. I'll I join have, you. I, I'm on it's, Twitter. It's at, <laughs> at Scott D Pierce. I don't quite understand how this works, but Scott D Pierce. I Twitter these things out there, and I get them every. Uh, yes, every, I did see that. Every I, tweet is I can't find my keys. <laughs> <laughs> has anybody seen Madame keys? Has anyone seen my? Has anyone seen my pants? I'll you know, I, I oh, need more funny fiber. You say that because I am missing a set of keys. <laughs> I cannot find them. And Captain Alzheimer strikes again. Did you look under your pills? <laughs> also, what I love is, is Captain Alzheimer's is the superhero who would love to go out and fight crime, but he can't, but can't find his hat. So, you know. the, the best part about Scott's Facebook page is if you just need some place to post so that other people can respond to you but have nothing to do with the person who owns There you the go. <laughs> Captain Alzheimer only wants to fight um, Asian people because he still thinks it's World War II. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a blog, too. It's sltrib.com slash blog slash TV. And we're not going to mention this the third time you've mentioned it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Remember what? uh, (laughs) Always with the historical reference, the uh, history teacher, right? That's right. Uh, No, not so much. Mr. B? Yeah, what's going on? Mr. Barnson? Shannon? I got uh, seven more weeks. Seven more weeks of school? Yep. And three months off. Wow. What are you going to do with That's that why months? our country's going to hell, because we pay you people and you hardly work. Yeah, right? <laughs> we, yeah. Har- we hardly pay them is That's the how problem. I'm ba- oh, my God. We're yeah. bankrupt in the country. All right. Uh, Lee George Cade. I'm a banker. He is. He's, he's part of the problem as I well. Am, I am part of the oh, there it is. conservative agenda. So uh, it's, it's a great thing. What's your uh, website, sir? Uh, Grimleys.com or Citizen Cade. Or no, I'm sorry, BlackfistStudios.com. What about your Either Twitter? One. What's your Twitter? Uh, that would be uh, TWAT at Yahoo.com. <laughs> really? Uh, like Mine's it. Geek Show Shannon, but I'm never on it. No, no you, you isn't. You start it up. 
Yeah, Twitter's actually making a comeback. Uh, I don't care. No, yeah. I, the All funny right. thing is, is your Facebook page can actually be tied into your Twitter account. So anytime you post on Facebook, it goes straight I to know. Twitter. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, designated driver of the Geek Show podcast, of course, uh, Triple T. What would we Tony. do without hey. him? Uh, Utah's tallest Green Lantern fan. No, actually, <laughs> I found out what would happen if, if Tony didn't produce the show anymore. Right. And if you guys want to do a show without Tony sometime, I've got uh, three cans and some string. <laughs> That's going to say. <laughs> Just talking some Folger cans. Three right. exactly. cans How and we some string. Well, we no want to make sure it doesn't it, work. We want to make sure people can share. Uh, also, uh, Comcast Channel 1, uh, Utah on Demand, Salt Lake Alternative, Brian Young from Big Shiny Robot, uh, manning of cameras here, and, uh, and here to defend Star Wars at every turn. I do at pu- every turn. At any cost. And I do a pub quiz with him. And a pub quiz uh, with uh, Mr. B on Wednesday nights which, at Lucky 13. Which I somehow s- works. Oh, and guys, it's Kerry Jackson. He oh, does a, a popular show. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. X96. He's my hero. You can see him. Uh, he'll be doing a live show uh, later this week in Harriman uh, yep. in a granary. <laughs> that, uh, those, that sounds like that. those farmers paid top dollar to have Kerry Jackson in their granary. That's uh, you exactly have channeled the sales department of X ninety six. They know all about your demographics. Is exactly. this before or after you go to Washington City, the gateway to Hurricane? Yeah, it'll their, be it'll be their, that. Uh, the farmers their, are just like, you got some soft hands, boy. <laughs> well, they're just gonna be amazed because he knows how to do their job for him. Carrie <laughs> knows a farm. I know the it's, farm. It's true. Hey, by the way, before we get started, yes. I'm now following Scott Pierce on Twitter. Good job. His bio says. Scott covers television in Utah for the Salt Lake Tribune. He's much nicer in person than he seems in print. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. I would agree well, with that. That's what totally. several publicists have said. Unless he hates Big you. old meanie. Mean old Scott Pierce. Me. <laughs> Carrie, be... didn't you just be on the sheep farm? Uh, no, cattle. Oh. But we did have some sheep. Oh, because I heard that you you bred sheep until you found out they could do it themselves. That's an old Tom Lehrer joke. <laughs> For those of you who know who Tom Lehrer is, man, you are freaking old. Google it. Google it's all right. They're not on the Facebook or the Google either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's get underway here, shall we? Um, here, here, this is one of my favorite stories of today. Because we had uh, Terminator, the Sarah Cron- uh, Connor Chronicles. Which Harvey I liked. Which was Sarah Connor Chronicles. Good Towards show. Really but good. now she's an evil queen. Which she, which we kind of like. She's on what now? Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. She's Ooh. the evil queen. She is so hot. Oh. Lena, Lena Hetty. Hetty. Yeah. Lena Horn? She's kind of blonde <laughs> now, though. Google it. Uh, so that show got canceled, we thought, maybe a little too soon. Actually, right. I blame the creators of the show for not making it good until exactly. the second season. I thought it was good from the beginning, but I'm easy to entertain. See, I got lost in the second season. I didn't... No, it ended really awesome. ended mm. pretty cool. Uh, so Sci-Fi Channel announced, hey, we're going to rerun these. And uh, awesome, you can rediscover the show, right? It was a big deal. Was starting April 7th is when they started. Well, uh, a couple of weeks later, they uh, uh, canceled it. Boom. Wow. Wow. Nobody was watching. There you go. <laughs> Well. Guess what they replaced it with? Coctopus. <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation. Is anyone watching mm. it? Probably Next Generation? More people. More people. Jeez. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I've been rewatching those because they show them on BBC America for some reason. And what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The second, se- the second season of Next no, Gen. I, I love well, they... there's an excuse for the second season. but That's the writer's strike. Yeah. That's the writer's strike when they were recycling um, scripts that had been written for the... The original Star Trek two series that turned into right. Star Trek the motion picture. And weren't like half of the characters from Next Gen just recycled characters from that 
Well, I, no, I don't know if that's true, but like that that horrible episode where Troy gives birth. Yeah. That was that the original script had the bald Delton from the movie. Ilya. Yeah, was the one who was going to do that, but Percy, isn't that per- the, Percy Kambata. The yeah. season where they had that crazy short-haired woman replacing Beverly Crusher yeah, for that no was apparent stupid. reason. Diana Muldaur. <laughs> no one well, that fell down an elevator shaft on LA Law. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, the, the if, <laughs> wow. Yes, it's he's true. Right. He's it's totally true. right. <laughs> Um, I, need a, I need a graph or a chart but or she something. Was also, <laughs> no, the thinking was that they, at the first season, was that everybody got along too well, so they were going to bring in some, some conflict by bringing her in, and it was a horrible, horrible mistake. Now, uh, last episode, we talked about if there was a new Star Trek series and it was mm-hmm. on a pay cable, you'd go there, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, boldly. I found some interesting stuff, and Mr. Pierce, I know, big Star Trek fan, uh, as am I. Uh, this is uh, Brian Singer. Proposed, yes, Mr. Pierce. No, I was just I oh, was living it, long and prospering. Oh, I thought you had your hand up like I've already lived long. I just haven't prospered much. <laughs> Brian Singer pitched a Star Trek series. Okay. It didn't. It didn't uh, take. But would you like to know what it is? Absolutely, I don't, I don't Flo- floating space Jesus. Seventy-five percent of it was pretty good. Is this X-Men Brian Singer or Superman Brian Singer? It's uh, both. Okay. Is that the same guy? <laughs> uh, yep. Absolutely. So his proposed Star Trek series okay. would have taken place in the year 3000. In the year 3000. Which is when? In the year 3000. Is that before Star that's Trek? About, that's about 500 years after yeah. the original series. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's, more than that. No, it's 637. It's, it's after Picard and, and all that. Okay. Like hundreds of years after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's here's who was working on it. Written by uh, Jeffrey Thorne from Leverage. Uh, Thorne. Based, Thorne. Is he Thor? Based on a story idea by Brian Singer and Ralph McQuarrie, uh, directed by the guy who directed my favorite movie, Free Enterprise. Um, here, are the, here are the changes. Okay. okay. Uh, 600 years after Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, uh, here it is. Earth's humans have become fat and happy. Oh, it's Wally. <laughs> it's Wally. Wally. Yeah. yeah. But this has led to complacency where humans are giving up exploration for incremental colonization and focusing more on the rightness of their own cultural view over others. Hmm. Oh, my God, it's Republicans. Yeah, (laughs) you got it. Many younger members of the UFP have left, uh, eschewing this human-centric federation. Vulcans have been disengaging from the federation and have reunified with the Romulans, spending most of the last three centuries focused on creating a new joined society overseen by two quasi-religious clerics who rule according to logic and what is best for their unified peoples. Slurpees. So it's, yeah, Mm. so it's kind of a Romulan (laughs) Machiavellian politics with Vulcan logic. Bajorans. Yes. Your favorite. Yes, have withdrawn from the Federation to become insular in order to focus on their own religion and communing with the prophets. Bajor is now like a planet-sized Tibet, handing over all temporal concerns to... The Ferengi. Uh, so the Ferengi are going to run this giant uh, like toll booth for the wormhole. The Ferengi are now no longer a joke. They have become quite powerful. They have equality for females and what? a female Negus. No. Nah. It's the only concession <laughs> they've really made to progress, apparently. With the Greater Federation's cashless society as restriction, the Ferengi Alliance is now able to uh, shine in its full capitalist glory. The Ferengi are making big bucks marketing the Bajoran religion around the galaxy, including pilgrimage to the Bajoran world. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Smith <laughs> Sisko's going to show up every 15 episodes. I wonder. I'm lost. Oh, no. Please, no. Dear God, no. The Klingons have undergone a massive reformation, moving away from their Viking-like brawling to becoming a civilization of warrior mystics. Boom! Samurais! Boom! Like the Tang Dynasty. 
now flying sleek and serene ships. Mm -hmm. While they maintain diplomacy in the Federation, they have returned to expanding the Empire via conquest. The Cardassians have transformed into a society of artists and philosophers. Did you say Cardassians? Carda yeah. 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 They all have big asses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, their, forehead, their forehead ridges slid down to their big butts. So there's a, there's a lot of religion in this one. Clearly. Um, Starfleet has been reduced to a mere keep, uh, peacekeeping force, protecting fringe worlds from aliens from fighting each other with starships that are old and spread out too thin. Nah. It was called Star Trek Federation. It would have featured uh, uh, a new... Now, here's where you lose me. Okay. Star Trek Federation would have featured a brand new, powerful, and totally ruthless alien menace. The Dominion? Uh, aren't they always? <laughs> um, called the Scourge. Boop. Done. See, that's when I checked out right then. Weren't the Scourge um, the bad guys on uh, Voyager anyway? Who would have featured an innocent involving Federation... Uh, there was a, an incident, I mean, uh, USS Sojourn, which would have jump-started the series. Our lead on the new Enterprise, Lieutenant Commander Alexander Kirk... Huh? Oh. What? No relation. Another, another place you lost me. Uh, <laughs> is the only survivor of the Sojourner incident, and uh, he can't remember what happened. But it had something to do with these bad aliens, and, and, and throughout the series he'll remember... So kind of like Cisco uh, with Wolf Three Five Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's here's the thing. I, I don't think it sounds terrible. No. Here, well, here's the thing it's about not Voyagers. The <laughs> you know, and again, here comes my Star Trek fan hate. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know what would have happened? Because I read this and I and I thought to myself, the Star Trek fan is going to hate this part of it, depicting the Federation on the verge of collapse. Yeah. Because Star Trek is all about human achievement and the best of humanity. But I maintain that the best of humanity is bound to collapse. Yep. All right? ab ab absolutely. And thriving under the yes. most adverse of circumstances exactly. is classically human. Exactly. So, that, so essentially it would, be, it would be not just relaunching Star Trek, but relaunching the Federation. Yeah, uh, sort of. I kind of yeah. like that, actually. I kind of yeah. do, too. It's a great idea, but it's uh, apparently not going to happen. It, it's, it's because it's not Trek enough. <laughs> I, 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 you know, that's just terrible. <laughs> well, do you have Spock? No. And when He's the Spock. I when know, when DC Fontana created the Romulans, that wasn't canon. This, was, uh, well, this was pitched in that area where before the movie came out, though, yeah. right? Yeah. This so was, this was this when was... they were trying to decide what they were going oh, okay. to do with Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Well, I, have, I had not thought of this, actually, till now, but CBS owns... Star Trek, CBS owns Showtime. Could we do an adult Star Ooh. Trek? Ooh. And, I don't, and, I, and I don't mean just, you know... A lot of green girls. Of yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but I mean, could, could you no, do it? That's total recall. And it could be the Rikers, it's and fine. we could call could it you do a more adult, the next generation. Could you do a more adult Star Trek for Showtime? I would love to, but they won't. Yeah. Probably not. Because <laughs> you put the name Star Trek on it, and it's immediately family-friendly. You'd have to call it yeah. something else. I, I have it. Yeah, I have fuck it. track. Yeah. <laughs> Spocticus. <laughs> that would be stars. Spocticus. I love Spocticus. <laughs> I'm Thor. Star Trek has never been a real success on a broadcast network. You know, it's been... It's true. It's... The, right. the ones that did okay on UPN were because UPN... Didn't what have else, anything. What else do you have? But, you know, what, what, could you do something for Showtime, something with an eye toward, as you're making it, editing it, so that it, you could syndicate it as well? Eventually, yeah. yeah. Ooh, Clean it up a little. Smart thing to do. I mean, I don't, I'm certainly not in the business of 
writing TV shows, but Jesus. You should be. It would, oh, I don't know. Oh. Um, but I would, well, I would do the same episode over and over again because I keep forgetting I'd written it. Then I'll have strikes again. I, I would insist on there being at least one episode on the Pleasure Planet Risa. That would be cool. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't say Ryloth. Risa, the series. Spock would just have to stop calling people motherfuckers. <laughs> if only there was a real Planet Risa. <laughs> I, I would just write My the episode. My favorite Star Trek women are... Bajorum. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have to be R-rated because there there are Why shows. Not? I'm just saying it wouldn't have to be. But you know, you could do something maybe north of NYPD Blue as a Star Trek. <laughs> I would shoot it. You could have more violence. I would shoot it on shaky cam. Do it really realistic. Every episode, they either go to a buffet planet or a comic convention, and it's staffed by real Star Trek fans. Well, maybe they could go to that. They could still go to that uh, Las Vegas planet from yeah. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> That's Jeff's favorite episode. Uh, oh, okay. Let's uh, let's get back to this uh, stuff. We're we're dreaming about a new Trek series called Spocticus that will never happen. Aren't we always? But no, shows like this get made. You ready? Oh Jesus! Oh sorry. <laughs> Masioka. Hero. Oh Masioka. Hero. 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 Hi, David, look at me. He was also on Scrubs without the accent. He was? Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He's been on Hawaii Five-0 several times this season. How is he? He's, he's, he's good. He's, he's, he's yeah. just Uh-oh. this meek little little tech on, uh, I broke. on Scrubs. But I only know him from that. I have powers. I don't have powers. I don't care. Shut the best, up. The best character you had and took his powers away. Uh, <laughs> so here's, here's what here's, he's, he's getting his own show. Really? Uh, on the Sci-Fi uh, channel. Uh, it's, it's called uh, The Corrector's. Oh, What's wow, that about? sounds exciting. It's about... Are you, wait, wait, wait. wait you're sure not, you're that's what I do. You're not, you're not saying that it's called The Collectors, only he says it. He doesn't have an accent, though. Okay. Accent joke. <laughs> sorry. He just doesn't, he doesn't no, you really don't have an accent. I have every issue no, of X-Men. they fix things. They don't correct things. I am wait, hold on. Uh, the Correctors follows... I didn't... I don't remember being racist. The Correctors follows two agents of the Exceptions Bureau. The Correctors, that's funny. I like, I like the Correctors. We need to make that. All right, make our own show. Wait, hold on. Are they, Mr. Are, are they gathering things or are they fixing things? We don't under- I think they're gathering. They seem, to be, they seem to be gathering broken things. We're so confused. <laughs> they're doing both. Are they correcting them or collecting them? Correcting. Asian Correcting. <laughs> They are from Correction Zero. I didn't mean to make this that hard. I really didn't. Look, I I was looking at everybody at the table, Mr. Pierce, and they were all ready to go there. (laughs) But you jumped first, and we love you. I'm all, you snorted. Um, <laughs> it's such it was, a funny <laughs> skit. It was on the way. It was going to oh, happen. I get to hurt myself. Okay. Well, you know, see now. Now our version of the correctors can't be as good as this. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. It is better. Uh, listen to this. This is terrible. Uh, the correctors follows two agents of the Exceptions Bureau, who are dispatched to a parallel universe. Parallel? Uh, where they. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel. Listen, listen. Before we go any further, let's not forget the bad racist accent that he himself did on Heroes. Okay, let's not forget that because he does not talk that way. He started it. He no, he talks like this. Parallel. Stop it. There, once there, 
They inhabit the bodies of their identical selves, but they're hot, in order to stop events from occurring. So quantum leap. So with a little bit of fringe. Well, I like to call it the adjustment bureau meets fringe. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking to. So, uh, but here's 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 why it's going to really really suck. Masioka will not only write it, but he will star and executive oh, there produce. You go. Oh, wow. There hope, you go. I hope he pulls a John Carpenter and performs all the music, too. I, I hope he enjoys all three episodes. You guys exactly. know I spent a lot of time correcting uh, fourth grade papers. The scary part is it's going to last longer on sci fi than, than, than uh, Sarah Connor's. Sarah Connor's. <laughs> the the yeah. Tolmanator. Exactly. <laughs> I predict six seasons and a movie. Oh, shut your face. No. He's, no, he's there. He's there. <laughs> I like that Masioka though. He's a very nice little man. Who's the other? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's short. Come on, he's short. He's James, is that another James, racist James comment? James Tyson Lee. No, he's like, to, he's like Jeff Weiss size. Do you want to make a comment on his, uh, the size of his penis really quick? I this have no idea. All out there. Well, I, I, I hear he's know. a horrible driver. Just, you know. but, no. <laughs> oh, no. I heard if you eat him, you'll be hungry an hour later. <laughs> That's... Ch- that's Chinese. Now, I, uh, I met... Uh, oh, there Ando. are so many people yeah, James out there I'd like to apologize to right now. Please forgive me. I heard that he really likes to make pee-pee in your coat. Thinks it's I, a uh, hilarious uh, <laughs> joke to play on somebody. I met uh, uh, Ando, uh-huh. and that guy... He's suave. He is a pussy magnet. Oh, God. Jimmy and I can tell you about that, actually. That yeah. guy gets laid yeah. all the time. Uh, uh, he, he's handsome. In real life, and he's, he's like he's dude. like Mr. Muscles too. Like yeah. with, he's done like underwear ads. It's or just something. so hard for me to think that Ando is is that. Yeah, you know, because he was he was. Well, anyway, yeah, well, Jimmy, I, did I you love, happen? To I, s- I'm sorry. I'm saying he corrects pussy. Yes, he corrects it. Vice, <laughs> <laughs> Vice brings him up and keeps saying his name over and over at this party during Sundance. Sundance, yeah. And James I'm, I'm James just shit hammered, and I went. You know what? It's nice to meet one of you heroes because I get called Siler every time, and he just looks at me and goes. I can totally see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took his female entourage and yeah, left. Yeah, he had at least three girls draped on yeah. him. Like a fucking Draped, coat. literally. Because he'd, he'd roofied them all about an hour before. It was astounding. I, I When I met this guy, I was just like, Ando, you're a hell of an actor. Because I totally believed you were a lame-ass son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> well, the weird part is he's Australian and not really Asian. <laughs> yeah, I know. He plays a Korean on TV. Anyway. Actually, no, he plays... Well, no, he is Korean. Yeah. That's what I was saying. He's like, moved, like, <laughs> like moved here. You're right. He's not Australian. I'm sorry. I forgot what you said. <laughs> Let me correct that for you. Mr. Sorry. Pierce. Okay. We'll make a correction. Okay. Let's, let's take a break and we'll make some I'm corrections. I'm burning in hell. <laughs> you all right, huh? No. You're going to be all right? No. Okay. I want you to. Sorry. I guess we'll I'll start. Well, by the time we get back from commercial, I will have forgotten all of You will have forgotten because so. you are. We couldn't let that one go. Captain sorry. Alzheimer's. I can't right. wait till we come back and, and Scott actually makes fun of the Asians again. It will. Because he's still convinced. I hope you got a story about Polish people. <laughs> he's, still, <laughs> he's still convinced that we're at war with Japan. So. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Where am I? That ain't my toaster! <laughs> News, everyone. We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. 
or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, Pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. A beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of that new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. Back. Oh, there's these people are lucky we are. Yeah. There's an angry Asian mob outside. Oh. <laughs> Why? They're, they're Why? Pick, they're, they're picketing with chopsticks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Now you've, you've even gone too far for me. Uh, the Eskimos hate us. Well, Jeff, deaf, apologize to the deaf, Asians right deaf, now. Deaf people hate us. I like your food. All right. Deaf people. That was the worst fucking apology I've ever heard. It really was pretty bad. Deaf people that? listen to the podcast? Yes, yeah. they do. Daily. Only in Braille. Hey, they read well, in Braille. All right, since we're on the subject. It's that new app on the iPhone. George Takei. Oh. George Takei. No, 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 no. You're banned from Takei. Am I yeah. banned from talking about George Takei? Yeah, yeah, because you obviously hate the man. I do. You, you, you <laughs> really nothing do. nothing but slander and bias against this man. Well, but I just want to ask a question here, okay. and it's, it's sort of on the subject. Okay. And we'll try not to take it down that road, Scott. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I have you, no honey. idea what no. you're talking about. Are you listening? You racist right. bastard. Let him right. just tell his little story. <laughs> so, so George Takei yes. is upset about the uh, the film version of Akira. Okay. Which is kind of... Because uh, yeah. he's, he's, well? they're, they're he's, not, he's not in it. Right. What's Akira? Ah! No. Explain Akira to me because I don't remember. Uh, it's a, oh, so yeah. post-apocalyptic Neo-Tokyo. It was yeah. made by okay. Asians. An anime. It's okay. an anime. It's the gateway It's got anime. an awesome motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it makes not a fucking lick of sense. No, it really anime. doesn't. Yeah. Much like my life. And it, yeah. has, and it has scanner-esque moments. Okay. Yeah. Thank okay. you. It's set in the future. Uh, in a futuristic city called Neo-Tokyo. All right. The lead characters are uh, Tetsuo and Kaneda. Kaneda? Mm-hmm. Kaneda. Well, they're talking about Robert Pattinson and Justin Timberlake. That makes no sense. Now, that, there's a reason to be upset right there. Yeah. But uh, George Takei is upset that they're not Asian actors. They should be. They're, they're whitewashing it. Well, can, I, can I say one thing? In the cartoon, there's really nothing that makes them look Asian. They don't. Well, <laughs> they don't look other, Asian. Other than their names. That's, yeah. Yes, but it's the future Neo-Tokyo. It could mm-hmm. be that they are white kids look and they at, were just named Look that. at Blade Runner. You know? Yeah. Everybody's got white names, but they're obviously in the middle of like, right. neo See, that's China. exactly what I was going to bring but, up, yeah. is that but, if you look at the anime, I can't tell what race they are. And the blue hair throws everything to hell. You know? <laughs> Speed Racer didn't look exactly Asian. Well, Speed Racer was whitewashed yeah, by I the know. Japanese. Tatsunoko Studios intentionally made yeah. a, a kind of white-looking show. 
But see, yeah, but uh, Speed Racer looks to me like well, these the weird characters. Thing with Why anime, the hell does George Sakai even care? The weird thing about <laughs> anime is they're just... That's my question. They're just, <laughs> they're just barely... What does he have to do with this? The, the anime studios are just now starting to get back into making their characters look Asian again after, what, 40, 50 years of mainstream anime that the, yeah. the characters are all of a sudden starting to look Asian instead yeah. of... They, they did anglicize a lot of their, a lot of their anime. So it's because they, they counted how many people are in China. Takei's just mad because they didn't like his audition tape of him riding a Vespa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am Akira Tetsuo. Look at me. Tetsuo, where is my brother Tetsuo? <laughs> You're right. I hate George Takei. You All do. Right. You hate him. You hate oh, him. And you, and you love him. Out. And you I love him to a point. I always manage to find stories where he's being an ass. So I read well, it. Seriously, though, why the fuck is he even commenting on that? I read a story. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he is, uh, he is in charge of, uh, in, in, in San Francisco, where he was born, he's in charge of some anti-defamation group. Uh, he he heads it up. I can't remember. Oh what's God! Called. I hope he doesn't listen to this show. Then. Yeah, we're gonna run. We're, we're, we're gonna run afoul of him. And he's and he's always one of the first people to speak out against uh, when they change gay Asian characters to non-gay or non-Asian characters. Yeah, he's he's the first one to, to speak up. Yeah. Well, good for him. All right, sorry, George. Weird hobby. Sorry, George. <laughs> Weird. Hobby. I read a story that said James Kyson Lee auditioned to be Sulu and was told that he that it would wouldn't work because. Siler was also from Heroes. Makes Let's sense. Who's James Kaisen? Like? He's uh, yeah. Hando. <laughs> See, oh. uh, already he's forgotten. See? <laughs> See? It's it, senior senility over there <laughs> joining Captain Alzheimer on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dynamic dumbasses. Well, well, let's 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 talk to Lee about his trip to Disneyland before he forgets. Disney Uh, Rand. (laughs) Damn it! Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Uh, We met our, our our secret agent Z. Agent Z. Agent Z is uh, some some sort of engineer down at Disneyland uh, and California Adventure. No, he's uh, sound and audio tech. So he was running uh, Electronica the, the first night there. He was doing the lights for it. And the second night we were there, he was doing the audio for it. So we got to see all the stuff down uh, the downtown area uh, where they're doing all the, the Tron features, which had a really cool rave going on at night, which I was kind of surprised to see. Was it a family-friendly rave? Or? Yeah, it was. I mean, you see, it's kind of weird because you have all the chicks in the skin-tight white siren costumes <laughs> nice. from from yeah. the new Tron movie, and they're all they're all techno dancing, and then you've got these five-year-olds with glow-in-the-dark hula hoops. <laughs> it's so. like doing ecstasy with glow sticks and five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good <laughs> yeah, combination, <laughs> but you know, it was pretty awesome. And the the laser show. Here's here's my favorite part though. They they've got this giant recognizer straddling the street, nice. and, and it, during the day it doesn't do anything, but at night. As you get close to it, if it's only one person, if it's a crowd, it doesn't do anything. Every once in a while, it'll say something. But if it's one person walking through, this giant spotlight hits it and says, this, this program is walking without an identity disc and follows the person with the light. And it's kind of freaky. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, Z said, they're starting to mess with the recognizer a little bit. They're, they're putting new phrases in. And uh, one of them is blueberries. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> I'm I'm dead he serious. Get video of it. It's so absolutely true. He, he's pointed. Think, at, well, so he listens to the show, right? Oh yeah. 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 Hey Z, put one that says "Welcome to Disney Rand." <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, no. That's on the loop, but unfortunately, it's in Chinese did, where they did, actually pronounce the L right. So. Say, did you uh, Did you enjoy Tong? <laughs> uh, there's uh, he, he showed right me all cycle? the different things. Um, oh. he told me about some of the things like uh, the California Tower of Terror, the second O in Hollywood. It flickers um, in sequence to the movie The Sixth Sense because the guy that designed the, ri- the, the ride and when he designed the flickers on the lights, he had to cue it to something 
that he would know by heart. So if he puts the sixth sense on and watches the O, every time a ghost shows up, the O flickers. What? And so he knows that the ride is in sync, that it's actually synced up correctly. What? So Everyone who understood all that this, raised their hand. Wow. All those really, yeah. Hmm. Huh? Why, why does, does it, doesn't make any sense. Why because, does it because matter? It, because, an inter- because he's going to know by watching the light sequence that everything's in sync, that everything's oh, synced he can, up properly. He can watch from, so he can, he can watch from anywhere at the park that he can see the Tower of Terror. And, and, he, he, can see, and if he counts the O, he knows that everything's synced. Because the, uh, the computers run the rides. Right, right. And the rides have to be timed just right. So you're telling me this guy has seen The Sixth Sense so many times. That when he designed the ride, he actually knew the, sequ- the, the amount of time between ghosts. Wow. And so he's got it all figured out. So, and yes, there is a Geek Show logo at the bottom of the bay in California Adventure. Nice. It's, it's underwater, but it's there. So <laughs> kind of kind of famous. Crazy. Much like this podcast. Yeah, much yeah. It's, it's underwater. <laughs> Nobody knows we're at the it's bottom, there, but we're there. We're, we're, there. Oh, we're here. Yeah, we're exactly. Every time you think we've hit bottom, we find a way to go lower. <laughs> but my favorite thing, and it's, it's uh, you know, the, the bottom of the geek barrel for me, but uh, sitting next to the closed star tours and hearing the saws and the drills and the hammers going, it, it actually kind of brought a lump in my throat. I was excited. There was new built-in lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's opening when, Brian? Uh, June third. June third in Anaheim. May twenty something in Florida. Uh, I guess the from what I hear, the ride is done. It's running. They're, they're just, just building the queue. They're doing uh, tests, runs with uh, cast members. And, and uh, yeah, they they didn't know who I was. I so tried that line. It didn't work. What I'm going to do is I'm heading down there at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have make sure to see if Z can get me in as a, there. as a cast member to ride. Oh, uh, one of the I'm going I'm going down to uh, and, and Jeff's laughing at me for this. Yep. The uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie is premiering. Yep. At the park, and I've been invited to go down mm-hmm. and cover it. It's they're building a screen over the rivers of America. You know, mm-hmm. where Phantasmic is, mm-hmm. and that's where the movie will be premiered. Yeah, they, they shut Phantasmic down, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday mm-hmm. of this week, and they'll be... So, but it's a red carpet kind of thing. It's not a, a what is called, a, you know, in the, in the press thing, it's not a roundtable interview where mm-hmm. I get to sit down and interview. It's, it's a red carpet, which means I probably get one question for the, for the cast and the crew. So, my question to you guys is... What question do I ask? Is this movie going <laughs> to suck less than the last one? <laughs> I, I liked all took, three of them. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I sort of feel about those movies the way I, I'm sorry, Brian. I feel about Star Wars. Is I really liked the first one, but as they went on, I'm like going, I have no idea what the hell's happening here. That's because well, anybody knew what, what the third one was doing. I, those, so, are you going to be able to interview a bunch of people? Yeah. I mean, we're as talking they, as, red, they, red as they come down the red. As they come down the red carpet, there's going to be depth. There's going to be uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Cruise. Yeah, Penelope. 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 Jeffrey Penelope. Rush. Yeah. Penelope. Jeffrey Rush will be there. Ian, Ian, Ian McShane. Yeah, uh, yeah Swearingen cocksucker will be there. <laughs> oh, just yell cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, I'll just yell that at it. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll go over well. They won't. They won't remove you immediately. So, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I just, I, I, I'm only going to get like one question. But I was thinking, what if it's just the same question for everyone? 
Just ask him what Which, it was like to work with that monkey. But let's but let's remember that they're being asked the same questions by everybody because so you know something just uh-huh. weird. Now I'm I'm radio. I'll be down at the end. You know, right. and, and by the time they've hit me, they will have been asked the same shit over and over again. What was it like filming with Penelope uh, Cruz? You know, ask, my, my question would be Johnny. How much have you had to drink tonight? <laughs> to, to Penelope Cruz, it would be. Penelope, how much has Johnny had to drink tonight? <laughs> I'd say, uh, what accent will Mr. Depp be using tonight? <laughs> I, I would ask if the um, I don't like raisins, their, their humiliated grapes line from Benny and June was actually ad-libbed into the first Pirates movie, or if uh, that was intended all along. Well, see, now Atropos and I were talking about it, and mm-hmm. he was thinking the same question for everybody, but not about the movie at all. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, ask him about Absolutely. the ride. Ask them what they think the ride, the, the ride. They've done some. <laughs> yeah, neat, the they've Caribbean done some neat ride. integration with Pirates of the Caribbean with the movie and the ride. But the best part is Tom Sawyer's Island has been overhauled into uh, Pirates Cove now. Mm-hmm. So it's got all this interactive pirate stuff mm-hmm. in it. The the big skull ball that they bounce around in the second movie. It's actually on the island. So you uh-huh. got kids climbing around, which is kind of yeah. weird. It's Watch pretty cool. How about this, that, Johnny? 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 Can I get a hug? <laughs> Should I ask everyone for hugs? Penelope, 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 Actually, for Penelope. fun, you, you could Can I have a longer hug? hug. Why don't you call him? Accidentally call him Richard Grieco. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, when's the last time you talked to Richard Grieco? <laughs> well, here's here's what was Peter Deloise like. How's Peter Deloise doing? <laughs> other than, like other than dead? Because you know what I did when, uh, when we were at Comic Con and I saw um, what's Jane's name? Uh, oh, uh, Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. It's like. Hey, uh, I just I walked up and was like, man, I just got to say, I really loved your work in My Bodyguard. <laughs> and he just looked at me and said, uh, um, thanks. thanks. And I was like, no problem, bud. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was great in My Bodyguard. He was. So here's what Atropos suggested. Okay. These are the two questions. Sir, sir, Star Wars or Star Trek? <laughs> and then when they answer, say they're wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. That correct answer so is Star John, Trek. So if Johnny Depp says Star Wars, he say, no, I'm sorry. You're incorrect. <laughs> and just see what they do. <laughs> but then I'm sorry, it's crawl. But then here's, <laughs> but then here's, here's another good one. Just, question. just tell them I'm from the radio and ask them if they want to request a song. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. You know, you could. There you go. I like that better. You could invite them each to come on the Geek Show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, can uh, you come on uh, my podcast? Mr. Exactly. Yeah, I, I want to be that guy. Mr. Depp, is my friend Scott racist? Either that or he could pull up this. I, I do like that. Uh, do you have a request for when no. I get back to the radio? Yeah. Oh, God. I work for the radio. Would you like to make a request? I, I just figured it out. I just figured it out. I want you to have a pillow under your shirt. Stand up and say, Mr. Depp, you have some explaining to do. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so I wonder if uh, Penelope Cruz will bring along the uh, Javier Bardem. Ooh. You know, that, that's just the hottest nonsensical couple ever. You wouldn't understand a single word either one of them was saying, but they would look great. I know. I can't recommend the movie Vicky Cristina Barcelona because it's kind of, it kind of wanders. But those two in this, oh, God, I hate them. They're so good looking. Yeah. <laughs> I never wanted to punch pretty people so much. Oh, yeah, you do. You've always that's hated true. the pretty. That's true. Always. I've yes, always... but does she, does she hold a candle to Katie Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> I hate the pretty as much as Scott hates Asians. It's just... <laughs> oh, oh, no! No! no. Sorry, I'm sorry. 
Hey, just, wow. It's no, no. just a joke. Just What's a joke. weird is because you're married to a pretty Asian. Yeah, that's the so thing. So you guys both hate her for different reasons. Yeah. I hate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when they're together, she just oh, sits in between no. him and cries. It's true. Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? Why? Why is, yeah, why is Scott always spitting at me? <laughs> well, honey, it's not because you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you that's bitch. why I'm spitting at you. Uh, speaking of Johnny Depp. Pretty I'm horrified. Asian. He's uh, he's getting ready to do, of course, uh, the Dark Shadows movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. I am looking forward to this. I know you're. Yeah. I love the Dark Shadows. Yeah, but if, if it's anything like the original series, it's gonna be 45 minutes before anything even happens. That was, that's gonna be tough because they were half-hour episodes. I know. <laughs> All right, so... So it was an episode and a half before anything happens. We're just trying no, to I mean, literally, it was 45 minutes every episode. And then he's, then he's going to be Tonto in The Lone Ranger. Right, right, right. That's racist. No, he's, he's got some Indian. Is he? Does he have Indian in him? Yeah, he does. What's, what's the Indian's name? Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey-oh. You see what I did there? Obviously, Kim Osabi. All right. But then he's going to uh, do a comic book movie. Have you heard of Rex Mundi? Yep. Yeah. Of course you have. Of course I haven't. <laughs> well, for the uninitiated. Thank you. Uh, it is uh, set in an alternate Europe. Oh, no. That's all it took? No, I'm just thinking about how I'm a racist. No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Lapses back in the You are not. <laughs> just horrified. Anyway, go ahead, sir. All right. Uh, set in an alternate Europe in which the Protestant Reformation was crushed by the Catholic Church. You mean they actually killed John Luther at the beginning? I guess. Oh, wow. Or Martin Luther. Uh, yeah, that guy. That one. <laughs> one of what did I say? Lex John Luther. Nice. Lex Luther. At least he didn't say Lex Luther. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm not saying words now. So that that resulted in the continuing of a medieval power structure where magic is also real. Magic. Uh, the story is set in 1933. Centers on a pathologist who investigates the mysterious death of a priest found him as an orphan. Uh, trail ultimately leads to the quest for the Holy Grail. But uh, Johnny Depp is going to play Rex Mundy. I guess he's a fan of the comic and decided he wanted to do it. Huh. So uh, that's hmm. what he's got going. Have that power, just like I like that character. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like he's he's being Hunter S. Thompson again for a movie that's coming out in October. The Rum Diary. The Rum yeah. Diary, which is uh, a, a, a fiction novel that Hunter wrote. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's the story of Kerry Jackson's September. And, 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 and to be fair, Johnny Depp is a comic book fan. He wanted to play Madman at one point. When yes, that would have been Robert Rodriguez was going to make yeah. a movie out of it. Huh. That that TV series on AMC. No, oh, Madman, <laughs> not Men. You folks can come through. Yeah, it's just, all right. It's We're just yeah. uh, we don't bite. Yeah. We don't care. It's all right. Much. Just the TV. We don't. It's all. Comcast. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh hey now. Oh. Sorry, Comcast. Sorry, I was teasing. Uh, okay, here's Except a, I meant that part about Comcast. I care. Obviously, Comcast is owned by Asians. <laughs> oh. Doesn't matter what you say, Scott. Shit. You hate Asians. All right. You do, <laughs> you do now. You just had your Howard Dean moment. Let's see if we can find a way to make Scott hate Asians with this. Oh, Lord. Uh, the Martian Chronicles? Yes. Ray Bradbury? Ooh. Ray Bradbury. Right. It was a horribly boring miniseries. Oh, it was so yeah. boring. And, and NBC all those years ago. In what, the uh, 80s, 70s one was? Was it Rock Hudson? Yes, he was. Yeah, I think it was like late, se- late I'm 70s. I'm still tired from it. Yes. It did have a good use of uh, Rocket Man in it, though. The song Blueberries. Rocket Man. Was no, it in there? Elton John's Rocket Man played when we were getting ready yeah. to road, get on the rocket tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that was the only interesting part of the series. <laughs> I think it's going to be a long, long time. Uh-huh. Oh, could be. Uh, anyway, so it's uh, moving forward. Uh, Fox uh, uh, moving to uh, the project is moving to Paramount. 
It's the same project, just a different studio, but so they're going to make a Martian Chronicles movie, hopefully. They should do a TV series. And uh, Mr. Spielberg has expressed some interest. Good. 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 So he's, that's good. He's Jewish, you know. <clears throat> yeah. How do you feel about that? I think he runs Hollywood. Oh, he's fine with that. <laughs> I just, oh, I just, I have nothing. I don't, oh. Scott, honey. Did okay. it, it suddenly become awkward? <coughs> it's yes, right. it's very awkward. And uh, <laughs> let's see if we can help Scott out here. Dragon Riders of Pern. Oh, it's and, 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 ah. and McCaffrey. It's a book. The, the book. So I, I don't know anything about it. My mother-in-law loves the Dragon Riders books, and she's always, oh, you have to read the Pern books. You have to read the Pern books. Is that the Mormon The first two one? or three Pern no, books no. are so Fucking boring. Oh. I, there, I can't help it. It's like Sword of Shannara. Uh, for some reason, 70s fantasy puts me to sleep. Yeah, I God, I read it. those books, and I, I kept reading them thinking I would like it, and I never did. Yeah. It, it, and then he forgot that he read them, and he went back and read them again. I <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, man, these are bad. You just read the first book nine times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it was so boring. Uh, it just seems like the same thing over and over again. They already went on this adventure. Hmm. David Hayter is writing a script. Uh, for uh, he's a hater. Uh, it's, it says there's a lot of things that need to happen, but you know the uh, with the effects the way they are now, yeah, you could you could easily do a well, dragon riders a pern. While we're talking about uh, books that are being made into movies, book, uh-huh. right? Um, so every time my wife goes on a, a road trip like we just did, mm-hmm. she always gets a uh, book on tape. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And I uh, heard they make them audio like an MP3s now. Right, that's what it is. Whatever, shut up. <laughs> a book on compressed audio format. <laughs> it's okay. I, I still call CDs albums. Yeah. So. Uh, it's a record. It's so right. a couple of, uh, what, last summer she was reading The Hunger Games. Yes. Which let's, let's, I, I guess is really popular. And I just yeah. was making fun of her. I'm like, I can't. She read the, it's a trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Read it in like two days. Yeah. All three of them. I, fin- I finished the third one two weeks ago. Okay. It's and good. It's really good. The, you know, and, and I was like, liked, oh, and, and I'd heard of it, and I was like, oh, it's like the new Twilight. You yeah, know, all the it's, kids. it's based, it, it's, it's meant for young readers. Oh, I, no. I don't know how. Teens. Right, I see, and that's my thing. That's so, what I was told. Oh, okay, teens. Yeah, it, I could it is, teens. Yeah. But it, um, it's being made into a movie now. Yeah. And uh, it is, I, and actually, I think you'd like it, Carrie. Really? Yes. No, it's, it's a movie. And, and, and I'll tell you why. So the setup is. So it's set in in a uh, dystopian future, okay. where there's been a huge environmental uh, catastrophe, and like the, uh, <laughs> the countries, uh, the United States basically been flooded. It's it's much smaller now, and um, these evil dudes uh, that are, are in control called uh, you know they live in the capital, mm-hmm. right? And they're just like these foppish congressmen, assholes that like, but they've got all this technology, mm-hmm. and they all like cosmetically alter themselves and stuff like that. But once they're they, on the Facebook. Yeah, they're on the they're Facebook. On Facebook but Twitter. There's, there's uh, 12 districts. There used to be 13. At one point, mm-hmm. all the people in the districts rose up and they put them down, right? Because they've got all that shit. And um, once a year, they make them, uh, all the people from the dis- districts uh, put all their kids... Uh, two. Two kids from each two district. Two kids from each district. A but, boy and a but girl. Every, but every single kid's got their name in this... Uh, Magic in, 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 no, in, the, in, in a, a bowl, bowl, basically. Oh, so it's like a lottery. Yep. Like yeah. a lottery. But Your shirt isn't a hat? For the kids to get more food, they can be entered in more times. Yeah. So like some kids are entered in like 40 times and stuff by the time they're 18. So what happens to these kids? They get pulled out and they have to go fight to de- the death on reality TV. Oh, to win <laughs> food for their <laughs> people. No. 
No, no. no. Well, no, they just, just get the rich and they food. get a new house. Oh. And, <laughs> and, and, and the, uh, the district that has the winner also gets uh, extra rations for, for each family for the year for the okay. year that they win. That's and the Hunger Games. It reminds yeah. me yeah. of uh, Battle Royale. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it, the, it really is a yeah. lot like that, but it's freakishly well-written. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there listening to this with Charity, and I was like, the thing that's really scary about this is it sounds like it could actually happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, it's on the way. But my question is, like, how are they going to make this into a movie? Uh, well, they're... Magic? They're <laughs> well, no, because it's so... No, no, no. Hard. This is, this is on, very interesting where, because... Spoiler alert. Uh, when this little uh, adorable... Rue? Uh, Rue gets a spear thrown into yeah. his stomach. yeah. In oh. the middle of it. No, but they could still do that. I mean, no, yeah. what about you know, shit getting stung to death by those crazy wasps that make them They're all gonna hallucinate and, and, and then everything. squirt out like green liquid oh, out of yeah. their bodies? They're just going to make them older. They'll make them all. I was going to say they no, will they're age, not. They will age them. I up. saw they casted the little girl that gets killed. It's, it, it's basically still a twelve-year-old. It looks like girl. Rudy Huxtable. Yeah, <laughs> Rudy Huxtable is going to get a spear in her stomach. I was wanting to see her dead anyway. What's 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 the PG thirteen thing? You just you don't show blood, right? Absolutely, you don't show or you cut away. Well, no, it is horribly violent. Yeah, but we saw uh, Hannah. Hannah is horribly violent. Yeah. It's PG thirteen. Yep. Is there it? you go. Yeah. No, they can. It's, they can definitely. Do it's this. crazy. It's like, just. It's, it's. It's just titties and wieners you can't yeah. show. That's it's the interesting. Thing. Violence, the all you want. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The world we live in with books now, because <clears throat> the interview before Game of Thrones, the guy who wrote the books, talks about he worked in in television and in movies. He was one of the executive producers of um, uh, Beauty and the Beast when it was on TV, and he said he got sick and tired of turning in scripts where they said, well, this would be great if we had five times the budget, go back and rewrite it, and he would go back and edit and combine characters, and he got tired of it, and that's when he went back to writing the books, thinking he, this could not possibly be made on, you know, couldn't be translated onto, onto the screen, and he didn't care. He could have huge battles and all this, but years later, because of the technology, they actually can put it on the screen. Catherine. I mean, that, doesn't, that isn't <laughs> entirely the same thing as killing children, but... So I'm totally going to read all these books. Out Maybe yeah. they'll use Nerf Spears. Nerf Spears. <laughs> there you go. Did you listen to the whole first book? Yeah. Yeah. It's good, huh? It's really, really good. I know. Carrie, honestly, I know how much you hate the government. And, I, uh, you, and yeah, it, is, it is really kind of like got big, subversive kind of oh, ideas. Yeah. And if oh, you think for sure. about Great. it, for like, sure. we need that. And the other thing that's really cool about this trilogy is it ends in a realistic fashion. It's not just everyone's happy at the end and go about your, your day like nothing happened. It ends and it's like, whoa, okay, there were consequences to what yeah, happened. Right. And, she, the, yeah. the main character does something uh, in the first book on, on the reality show that makes, like she does it on accident. She's like, what the fuck? I, you know, yeah. we got to do something. And uh, does this small little gesture and it makes all the people in these districts like, well, fuck this. Yeah, it inspires them. Let's yeah. rise up. And then the whole oh. next second book, the, the, the president's like, you got to go out and yeah. check this shit. I'm going to kill your whole family. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, you got oh, okay. to quell this uprising. It's You're our cool. biggest stars for this year. Yep. You right? know you know me. I hate the government. Dude, I'm telling you. That's why Hunger I like Games, for- if you haven't checked it out, I can't... I, because I, I always like avoided it. I was like, it's the new Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's me too. So I just assumed too. it was shit. Yeah. Ew, bucks. And I found bucks. it at my house. My mom bought it. And I was like, eh, I got nothing to read. Well, I might see, as well try I just, it. I, just, I, just, I bet you got how, like, that's what's like, I usually just sleep. Yeah. I actually remember I grabbed my headphones. I was like, I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna listen to music while my wife listens to whatever shitty Dean Koontz book she gets <laughs> or whatever. And uh, I started listening to it and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really good. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. They uh, they casted Jennifer Lawrence in the main role, the girl that was in Winter's Bone, and she's in uh, oh, she's X Men. Yeah. She's playing Mystique. She's Mystique. Yeah. Yep. 
I, I, she's a great Johnson, actress. So. I just kind of have a problem with any any story that actually says that people in the United States would rise up against anything anymore. We're, yeah. we're so fucking well, sedentary. Well, as well, this is, a thing. is so far into the future that it's not the United States anymore. Okay, because I mean, we're, they, we're looking changed at, their name. Yeah, it's we're Pan Am. We're looking at oh, it's said in Asian. George Takei will get mad about it. We're looking at what was it in France that they were rioting over? It was it was something that we wouldn't be college. Yeah, it was they were having the yearly vacations cut from from 16 weeks to 15 weeks. <laughs> and, and here's and here's here's how much I love uh, uh, the uh, the country of, uh, of France. Their policemen are threatening to strike the gendarmes. The gendarmes because the government said you can no longer have a glass of wine or beer with lunch. <laughs> how much do really? I love those people? How much do I love them? I got a whistle blown at me because I was trying to take a picture of the American embassy. Oh I, yeah, you I think it was that. a I think it was a wolf whistle, Scott. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? Oh, hello, American. Uh-huh. No. All right, let's wrap this up. What do we got? Um, oh, we got? oh I, I have a comic recommendation, and people one think, of the best. And and people think I hate DC. I really don't. Uh, one so of my you fa- just hate it right now. Yes, exactly. They put out a lot of stuff that I really used to love. Including a book called Hitman. If you have not oh, read by Hitman, Garth Ennis Hitman's and, uh, good stuff. This was the uh, this was made into the bad movie, right? No, 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 oh, no, 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 Thank God. Uh, oh, okay. And in DC, in their trade policies, are sometimes really stupid, but they are finally they're going to reprint all the Hitman issues and in trade paperback form. If you have form. not read it, I, I'm going to co-suggest this with you because. So good, like probably my second favorite it's, series it, after uh, Preacher. Uh, really, it's, it, it's really funny, really violent, and at the end, it gets really heartbreaking. Yeah. All right, yeah, just it, like this podcast. The <laughs> best thing is, is at one point, it, it's actually set in the real in the DC universe proper, and at one point, uh, Tommy Monahan, that's the Hitman, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, st- <laughs> leaves Green Lantern at a bar. Stiffed with the tab, yeah, like and it's and it's the broke uh, the broke Green Lantern. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, uh, and, and in the first storyline, he throws up on Batman's boots. That's even better. <laughs> Indian that sounds food. amazing. What do you got uh, there? We've uh, got uh, Being Human season three comes out. Yes. Oh. Which one, BBC or American? BBC. The okay. fuck the American been, one. No. Oh. Shut up. No, you're wrong. <laughs> Scott and I, Scott and I, I didn't like, say it's fantastic. I, I said it's I, good. I, so I, shut up. Scott and I like the American. Yes, we do. I like it. The newest season of Being Human was amazing. I had on the British. Once Upon a Time in the West comes out on Blu-ray. Oh, no, really? Great movie. And uh, The Green Hornet comes out. Oh, I'll finally get to see it. Me too. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Carrie and I think we've we've officially now started boycotting the the real movie theaters. Maybe I'll, I'll go. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll go see Thor after you know. after Pirates in I'm, your interview and Pirates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I can't. Apparently, uh, you can't turn turn I, your. I uh, turned. I had to turn them off because oh, the okay. ambient noise was too loud. Go ahead. What's You're on uh, now. Um, so I've got a book coming in. I can't hear you, Brian. How's that? There. Oh God. Okay. Oh, definitely. That was down. not my fault. Yeah, yeah, it sounds turn, like Brian. I was down. muting it when I wasn't talking, so you didn't get any of the ambient noise. Okay. There you go. I have a book coming out, and this week it should be available for pre-order. It is called Lost at the Con, and it's about a political journalist who's completely drunk, assigned against his will to cover a science fiction and fantasy convention. And it's coming out in June. Did somebody die? Is it like Dr. Gonzo goes to the con? Exactly. Okay. Does somebody die? No. I wish. All right. Not George Lucas? I got uh, video games coming out. Uh, this week will be Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Yay! Great fun. <laughs> Virtua Tennis 4, if you're into tennis games. And then uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It's called Brink. 
It's a first, oh. it's a first person shooter. But I played it's like, it at uh, did E3 you play last year. It? Yeah. Was it cool? A lot of fun. Yeah, it looks really cool because it's like set in a dystopian future as well. And then the, the mechanics of the game are you have a gun and you run around, but there's a lot of parkour style stuff that you can do while parkour! you shoot people. <laughs> Squad based so, tactics. Uh, and it's basically it's like a wait, floating prison yeah. that they've overcrowded, like. Five hundred times more people than they you know should have floating in, this. So in the are, air. People, or yeah. floating in the water. No, floating the, above the water. Okay. Mm, it's no. in, the, in the water, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah. it's and it's, you're trying to break out of it. Question. Yeah, so. uh, looks cool. Portal Two has been out a bit now. Anybody played it yet? I haven't played it. Have not. Uh, no, I have a question for Scott Pierce. Not since oh, I know these guys like it. Okay, so, I, I didn't play oh. Portal once. I found out the cake was a lie. I just you know, <laughs> I think it's a lie. Well, my question uh, for Scott Pierce is a lie. You were in France lately. Yes, I was. Did you see a lot of guys doing parkour? <laughs> <laughs> Jumping off roofs? No, but I smelled some interesting things in Amsterdam. Well, what? <laughs> that's called hash. That's called hashish. Oh, it's called a taint. Can I just say that there's a certain contingent of people out there listening to this who are wildly amused by the idea that I'm I'm racist against Asian. <laughs> but for the rest of you, I'd like to deeply apologize. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of the Asian community, because I'm married to one, we forgive you. Is that close? But it's not oh, true. I, right? I, I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my house, that is funny. Unfortunately, there's a there's a whale hide effigy of you that's been burning in, in Alaska for about two yeah. years now. Sorry. All right, let's do it. Finish it up. Close it, baby. Uh, That's you. You got. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that uh, pork what? meat phrase. Hate, hate on, hate on more ham. Hate on. That's weak. No, we're not closing the show sorry, until you I'm come up with a better close. Yeah. Fucking fix it. What's well, this hard? Because I can't eat it. Anymore. Anyone want to help? Yeah. Anyone? Avoid more ham. <laughs> How about avoid more ham? Avoid more ham. Avoid more ham. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Weakest end together.